0: Welcome to the MTB Tribe Podcast, your trail map for the world of mountain biking. And now, i will introducing your host, Gareth Beckett.
1: Howdy mountain bikers, thanks for being here and welcome to episode 192 of the MTB Tribe Podcast. I'm here as always to help you find out more about mountain biking, how to go in the trails, keep you stoked... And hopefully learn a little more about mountain biking and the people involved. So thanks so much for tuning in to the show and thanks for being with us this week. Now as mountain bikers we all deal with injury right? We all have these nagging pains after rides, lower back pains, wrist pains, shoulder pains, knee pains, whatever it may be. There's plenty of them out there. Well... Today's episode hopefully will help you with that This is something that I have used in the past And have found it to be of great help So hopefully with more mountain bikers pro athletes everybody else taking cbd i hope that we kind of can get to the bottom of it on this episode and help you learn a little bit more about what it is and how it can help so it's awesome to get the owner and founder of hippie turtle herbal co ashley healy on the podcast this week to chat about his pain relief company that uses cbd Products Now, there's a load that goes into this, so I won't try and explain stuff in the intro here. I'll let Ashley do that through the episode. But just so that you know, it's not something you're going to get high from, right? It's not cannabis. It's not dope. It's all natural, all organic. And uh, Ashley has put a load of effort into this to make sure that it is organic and that his materials are sourced from the best places and uh, they're produced at the highest, highest level. So we get into it, we chat about how CBD can help pain relief, injury recovery, even anxiety and just simply making you feel better and helping you enjoy the ride uh, in more comfort or your working day or whatever struggles you may be having. So let's get Ashley on the show. Let's hear more about CBD and let's welcome Ash to the MTB Tribe podcast. Hi Ash, welcome to the MTB Tribe podcast. How's things with you this morning?
2: Hi Gareth, yeah, uh, great. Thanks for having me. Stoked to be here.
1: Excellent, mate. It's good to get you on the show. And, uh, you know, we're going to be chatting about your company, Hippie Turtle Herbal, company is it herbal cool or herbal company what would you
2: oh yeah um, herbal either or but yeah it's, it is cow all right
1: cool and you're effectively a cbd branded company uh helping with injury and stuff like that and we'll get into that it's an amazing
2: amazing topic at the minute right sure yeah it's it's um It's fascinating, it's so interesting and there's more and more research coming out every day Um, and yeah, the the benefits are are amazing and it's certainly a growing industry, it's exciting to be a part of it. Yeah, cool. Now,
1: why I wanted to get you on the show was I think we connected through LinkedIn maybe initially.
2: Sure, yeah yeah, we did.
1: But you have a BMX background and you know, the CBD thing, I know it's used by a lot of athletes and it's it's uh, being adopted by a lot more athletes all the time getting very popular but you have a BMX background and that really interested me so tell us a
2: little bit about that when did you get into BMX? Sure I mean I, I've always had a passion for BMX and, and action sports in general really um, I mean I, I was riding bikes and from about three or four years old and you know ever since then like every every young boy i guess wanted to do wheelies and and that sort of thing and before before you know it, you're doing jumps and everything you want a bmx bike and and that's sort of how i got into it really um you know there wasn't much in the way of skate parks around where i was living at the time when i was younger um so you know we just made jumps and made use of bits of wood you know, you know it's, Mm-hmm. And I just loved it you know I was, I was into white water kayaking as well when I was younger so I was just everything outdoors everything you know everything um dangerous you know that that was what I loved and as I got a bit older um I took a little bit of a break from BMX for a little while um and then I got back into it as I got about 25 um and I met up with some guys in Sheffield it was a great Great BMX scene in Sheffield, and um, yeah, I, I still love it to this day. Yeah,
1: cool man. Are you old enough to have been involved in the BMX thing through the eighties when there was that massive peak in it?
2: I'm not. No, I was. Uh, I'm
1: a nineties baby. <laughs> just, I was just just born in the nineties. Uh, <laughs> you missed it. You came in off the back of it. It was a day to death by that time.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was. I remember that film was the Is BMX Bandits, like oh, a, yeah, yeah, 80s, you know, BMX. Then there were, oh, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, man, um, I mean, I guess it was a different era of BMX then, and it's sort of evolved into a di- a different art form nowadays, I guess, from what it was then, but it, it still keeps those, those kind of roots, but um. Yeah, man, it's a great sport. I I, I love it. Um, yeah, yeah. Do so you do
1: the street stuff, or do you do racing? what's what's your uh, style?
2: Street stuff was mostly what I what I like to do. Um, unfortunately, when you fall, it hurts a hell of a lot more. But um, uh-huh. I mean, you know, I was never I was never a, a top athlete. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I I loved it. But i would taken a lot of injuries from it as well. I mean uh fractured both elbows at the same time you know finger oh. so it was fractured in fact um 4 years ago i think it was i fractured my cheekbone in four places um so i had to sort of have reconstructive surgery to put it back into place which was um not the most fun but it was yeah. it was uh, it's part of the game i guess
1: how did that happen did you hit the ground or hit
2: the bike or um, do you know what? It was it was so frustrating because it was such a simple little thing, like as it often is, you know, it wasn't going big, I was just kinda messing around, and um my back peg got hung up on something, so the bike sort of stopped dead. Uh, but I was going quite quickly, too quickly, and I kind of realized I was going too quickly, to be honest. Um and I ended up just sort of like salmoning over the bike um face first into the concrete but I I, oh. I put my hands out but because of the the momentum and the speed it just didn't stop me you know the, my hands just carried I just kept going and um it, it knocked me out for about 20 seconds and then I was like oh man that hurt and uh, it's a funny story actually because I was only about two two miles from my house so I was like, oh, it'll be fine. So I was pedaling back home, and I had this blood streaming down my face, and it, all these people were just sort of looking at me like, what the hell is going, going on with this guy? <laughs> um, and I wasn't going to go to the hospital, and I got home, and then all the con- concussion kicked in, and I was like, oh, I don't feel very well. Like I need to go to the hospital now. No. I tell you what, it was the quickest I've ever been seen in the, in A It was, it was um, the only time I've actually gone in and got straight through.
1: Yeah. Wow. Brutal, man. Brutal. It's it's crazy. Like the old the old injuries. Like, and um, I lived in Malta there for two and a half years, and they had a couple of really good skate parks, um, but there was a lot of BMXers there, and BMX and Certainly, we were selling more BMX bikes, you know, from when I started to work there to when I was leaving. Like the the popularity was growing for sure. Like, have you seen that? Is it is it growing in popularity again? I think so.
2: Yeah, I mean, a, a good friend of mine um, owns a BMX shop in Sheffield, and um, yeah, he was saying that you know the, the market is growing. I think, it, especially, I think the lap lockdown as well is really. Um, Spiked the BMX industry Spiked the skateboard industry as well Believe it or not yeah. uh, There's been a huge influx of skaters Because I've got a friend who owns a skate shop And he said last year has just been crazy He said it was like Christmas all year Aye. So um, It's good to see people taking up stuff like that though. I think, it's, I think it's great Yeah it's amazing Well we've seen it across all those kind of sports So
1: skate, BMX, mountain bike and surfing as well You know it's pretty cool It's
2: It's really good it is. I mean I was looking to get um, a new mountain bike last year and it was almost impossible you couldn't find anything because they', yeah. they were sold and uh, but it's great people should be getting outdoors you know and um, you know there's too, too off the computers and out into the out into the woods and to the into nature I think it's a there's nothing bad that can come of it even if injuries come along.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. It's a way to go. Certainly is. Uh, so, let's chat a little bit then about your transition from B M X to business owner and how you got started. But you, we were just chatting there before we hit record. You used to work for Audi and stuff like that before you started your own company. Just briefly tell us about that and what made you transition from that into starting the Happy Turtle Herbal Co
2: um sure i mean it's kind of the same same story to be honest um as it as it would be for from bmx to business um so i was an audi master technician um r8 specialist and um, you know high voltage vehicle specialist that kind of thing so i was dealing with a lot of high-end cars and, and diagnostic of uh, quite difficult difficult issues really um and for a long time, I really liked doing it. Uh, I had it got sort of got to the point where it wasn't as interesting for me, to be honest. Um, but then something really sort of big shook my life around, which is which is the main reason for me um, setting up my company. Um, I got sort of diagnosed. I was getting this. would had these back issues my whole life, um, but they would come and go, you know. And um, it got to a point about three years ago where it was just getting worse and worse and worse and worse every day. Um, and it, as it, I ended up getting diagnosed with uh, what's called ankylosing spondylitis, um, which is sort of like rheumatoid arthritis in the lo- lower spine, so sort of the oh. essence, Um which was extremely painful, Um, you know, it really limited my movement from walking around, so I was riding every day, you know, I was out before, you know, I was out riding my BMX, I used to ride it to work, Uh, I'd work on cars all day and go out riding in the evening, you know, or going to the gym, I was super active and um, I sort of went from that to almost crippled overnight really and it was, you know, just getting off the sofa or walking to the kitchen was a was a mammoth, a mammoth task so the Audi thing just didn't really it wasn't going to work out anymore you know because the physical it's a physical job even with the with the electric stuff you're in and out of the cars bending over and it yeah it was just getting more and more difficult um and then it sort of became apparent that that really wasn't going to work for me anymore and in the process I was I was sort of playing around learning, trying to learn about how to reduce inflammation and, and, and pain. Um, because the doctor's options were, uh, the only option was you can take this, um, what's called a biologic drug. Um, and it sort of shuts a part of your immune system down and they are saying that this is the only medication that's going to work for you. Um, and you'll be on it for the rest of your life. Now at the time I was 26, 27, um, that didn't really work for me to be honest. I thought like, it came with a whole bunch of um, sort of waiver forms, you know, to fill in. <laughs> yeah. Like so, the yellow pages of yeah. <laughs> possible side effects. <laughs> exactly. And it, you had to sign all these things and like, we have to test for all these things just in case, because by, if you've ever been exposed to TB, you know, we have to give you this drug, then you're going to die. You know what so yeah. I was like? you know I don't want this this at 26 27 years old for the rest of my life so um you know I started thinking right well what is what is going to reduce the inflammation what's going to take down the pain and um I just started researching and researching and and, and CBD kept popping up um and I, I mean I've always been keen on supplements and diets and that sort of thing I've 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 re- you know, I used to be a fitness instructor as well, so um, I was doing nutrition plans and things for people and supplements have always been a big part of my life. So I thought, well, let's explore that avenue first because I've already learned a lot about that and I can, there's more to learn. So, we, you know, I sort of delved, delved myself into it and I, I quickly realized that CBD had huge potential, but the majority of the market was so hit and miss in terms of product quality okay. um and then when you started looking at uh, topical stuff the ingredients were really um they, they were mostly what you know like a cheap base formula so they'd have like really cheap synthetic ingredients in that were really bad for your skin or bad for the environment and um I just thought, well, there's a, you know, this is a natural product that's really going to help people, but you're throwing it into the cheapest, nastiest cosmetic formula you can find, mm-hmm. um, and it just didn't gel with me. So I thought, well, there's a gap in the market here where, you know, you can make a natural, sustainable product that's going to help people. You know, you don't have to make it in a way that's damaging to the environment, to people's skin. So um, I started playing around with it and sort of playing around with you know bath bombs and creams and muscle rubs to sort of help myself um because I thought I'd I make it myself
1: right okay um, so you were getting the raw materials you weren't buying off a brand per se you were just um buying the raw materials and, and trying to experiment and...
2: exactly yeah so you oh. could, You know I'd buy the oil I'd find it i found uh, high quality extracts and then I'd just order some sort of like shea butter or coconut oil and it makes stuff, you know, because at the time, um, my previous job sort of sent me home for a long period of time. So, um, I was just sort of playing, playing around with this stuff and I was finding, Oh, this is really helpful. And I was learning more. I was like, Oh, if I add this, maybe this will help. And you know, and it, it helped me and I needed it. Um, and obviously, like I said, a lot of my friends were riders. Some of them were professional riders. Um, and they said, "Oh, what have you got there?" You know, in conversation as it does. And they started to try it, and they said, "Dude, this is really good. You know, this is really mm. helpful." Um, and the cog started going, and I thought, "Hang on a minute, you know, I can do this to help other people. There's nobody doing it like like this uh, in the market. Let's, there's a business here, and that's sort of that was the start of it, really."
1: Yeah, yeah, wow, very, very interesting. And how long ago was that, Ash?
2: Uh, so that was about two years ago, um, probably just over two years ago, actually. it's probably about two and a half years ago because we spent about almost a year sort of playing around with formulas and, um, you know, testing them out with other people and seeing how things got on and designing the brand. So the whole thing, the whole process was probably about a year and a half before we actually launched the online store. Mm-hmm. Um, which we did last uh, a year ago. So it's in fact almost a year ago to the day. In fact, it was the last week in April we launched last year. Wow. So um, yeah, prior to that, there was like a year and a half of testing and you know trial and error really, because we we did work with uh, in the end we worked with cosmetics uh, chemists as well to try and you know fine tune that. Uh, But a lot of it was just through my own research and and, uh, experimentation, really.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, like, you've turned this into your full-time gig now, right? This is what you do 100% of the time, basically. Um, Like, was that a scary thing for you to do? You were leaving a relatively good position, a good job, and you were doing this kind of thing. Was it quite a scary move? And, you know, setting up a business, which you've... I don't know, but you probably hadn't done anything like this before. Was that a bit a bit scary for you?
2: It was. Yeah, it was, to be honest. Um, but I knew it was the right thing to do. Um, you know, so it got to the point in my old job, it just simply wasn't suitable anymore. You know, I didn't enjoy it. Um, you know, I I whether it was true or not, I kind of got the impression they didn't really want to entertain you know making any adjustments for me and that kind of thing mm. so that had kind of broken down but I was super passionate about what I was doing because I thought well I, I want this to work like I want to help people for me it wasn't just about um, uh, you know about the business it was, it was about wanting to help people because you know I've been in a position where I've been you know one of the most active people you could come across to being you know housebound and that that really shook my world apart. So by by doing this, I thought I can I can prevent this from happening to other people. I can help people get back into doing things they love, and and that was what drove me, you know. And it's still what drives me to this day. Um, and I just knew it was right, and it was it was scary. Some days it's still scary now, you know. Um, yeah. But I believe I believe in the in the brand and I believe in what I'm doing. And to be honest with you, it was the best it was the best decision I ever made. I would never I would never look back.
1: Yeah, wow, that's cool, man, cool. Um, now when you were getting into it, Ash, were you looking at professional athletes and seeing who was using CBD? Because there's a lot, you know, in the mountain biking game, I know of a number of top pro athletes that are using it. Were you looking at that kind of thing and thinking, okay, this is a good target audience for me i come from this background of bmx etc you know these are the guys that want to help you know be able to ride their bikes and, and get out in nature and enjoy their weekends and everything like that is that the kind of thing you were thinking on it
2: is yeah i mean it kind of it kind of grew organically to be honest um because like i say the, these guys were testing our products anyway so i was going down to my friends and you know i got a few pro skateboard friends as well and I just said, guys, test this. Let me know how you feel. Let me know how it goes. And um, that organic association kind of grew, kind of grew already. So when I started noticing, like you say, you know, there's loads of loads of pro athletes and stuff starting to pick up on the CBD. I started seeing it, and I thought, well, you know, we've already got that kind of uh, grassroots um, connection, if you like.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So. You know, if these companies that who are, who are pushing them on these athletes who don't have those kind of connections and don't really understand the market, um, then why why don't we go for it? And that's kind of yeah, that is kind of the, the train of thought there. Um, and it's just sort of grown organically. And I've, you know, I've gone to events with BMX BMX events, and I've met more people. You know, and I've met other athletes. And I, you know, I've sponsored sort of a few skate events, and you just you just sort of meet these people along the way and it's just for me it's a nicer way to approach it it's a more organic um feel you know mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah no and you the thing is that's your audience because that's who you are as well you know so you're effectively kind of selling to yourself which yeah, appeals to you so you know it's going to appeal to those guys as well which i think is it makes a difference you know in the product you produce and everything else
2: I think so. I think so, because you put more thought into it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, For Certainly. Well, I want to chat about your
1: products and production and all that kind of thing, but I think a good way to take this would be to actually describe what CBD is and how it helps with injury, etc. because I know even though it is in the media quite a lot at the minute, a lot of people basically think it's cannabis, right? So... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and you're going to get high from it, you know. You're dropping under did, a half pipe, yeah. and you're
2: going to you're going to be off your, off your kite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's, uh, it's a common misconception, and I, I still hear it. You know, in fact, somebody said that to me two days ago. You know, two days ago. So it, it still it, it happens all the time. Um, so CBD is, I mean, there's a slight difference depending on the market, but to to sort of summarize cbd is 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 short for cannabidiol which is a compound um type of compound found in cannabis or hemp um it's uh, called a cannabinoid so um it's it's one of many there's so many of them uh, the other sort of well-known one is thc so whilst hemp and sort of cannabis are the same plant essentially, they, you know? They're both, you know, it's cannabis sativa um, and cannabis indica, the different varieties of the plant. But one is extremely high in THC, and one is extremely high in CBD, and they're usually extremely low in the other. Um, there are exceptions, but generally speaking, um, now THC is what gets you high. So, you know, if you've got a hell of a lot of THC in the oil, that that is going to get you high. And, um, you know, arguably there are medical benefits to that, but there are, um, that isn't legal in our country. So it's not going to be on sale legally for sure. We're not going to sell you that. Mm -hmm. Um, But CBD uh, has so many, you know, it's not going to get you high. It's not, it's non-psychoactive. So as a whole, the, the CBD oil will be extremely high in CBD, if it's a broad or a full spectrum, it'll have all the cannabinoids in there as well. Uh, but THC is going to be 0.2% or less. So you're going to be getting next to nothing, um, sometimes zero. So there's no worry of getting high. But the benefits you get from it are, uh, they're almost unbelievable. You know, the research is the research is there. The research is continually being done. Um And what it does, it interacts with something we have called an endocannabinoid system. Um, And it sort of works, you know, almost like a key to a lock, you know, Mm. Which which is amazing because our bodies have this inbuilt system, you know, the endocannabinoid system, internal cannabinoid system. And, you know, cannabinoids found in many plants, but particularly cannabis in high amounts like CBD, interact with this system and sort of restore balance to the body. It's really, uh, and that, that, that goes across all the major organs, you know, the ones that produce hormones and all sorts of things. So it has a, it has a profound effect on the, on the body and mind. Um, some that might, you know, that are particularly interesting, it, you know, it reduces inflammation. Um, inflammation is a huge cause of chronic disease uh, or chronic inflammation is, is, is a cause of, of, of disease. Um, you know, it reduces pain because of the reduced inflammation. Yeah. Um, it, it really, there's a lot of studies to show it helps with anxiety, sort stress and depression, which is becoming a bigger issue every day at, at, at the moment. Um, so, it's, yeah, it's a really fascinating compound that has a, has a huge variety of benefits to people uh, and it won't get you high. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: No, it, it's, it's one of those things, you know,
1: you, you hear in the news, a lot of people smoking cannabis and stuff to help with arthritis and other ailments they may have. And I think the link a lot of people make is that CBD is just an oil form of that. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Oh,
0: sure.
1: um, and but it can help with injury recovery so much. And we're seeing a lot more professional athletes take it and stuff. So it's totally legal to buy and use, right?
2: Yeah, of course. It certainly is. Um, Certainly in the UK anyway, um, and in most places across Europe. Um, So, But that's provided the THC is below 0.2% or... Uh, You know there are different rules for different countries, but as a general rule, uh, less than Mm
0: -hmm.
2: 0.2%. And and when you said it, you know, about the oil form of of cannabis. Well, it it essentially is. It's the same sort of principle, except like I say, they use high CBD, low THC strains. Um, Whereas you know there are cannabis oils on the market that are high THC. Well, you know, in in America and Canada and sort of. Uh, medicinal use states um it's it's high in thc low in cbd and you can get both forms it's the same plant it's just one sort of been criminalized um which has sort of led to a stigma across to the other you know um but yeah the the recovery benefits are profound and um topically as well you can apply it topically which is really good for like joints and muscle aches and and recovering from you know long days riding on the mountain bike or the BMS, you know
1: mm-hmm. yeah for sure
2: now just tell me
1: i may be totally wrong here but is there a difference between hemp seed oil um and whole plant hemp or cbd oil is that all the same kind of thing or what what's the differences there
2: no that's a so that's a common misconception as well um CBD oil is essentially uh, well, depending on the oil. If it's an isolate, it's slightly different. But um, ours are whole plant extracts. You see, so we cold press, we cold press hemp, um, and and we get a, a full spectrum extract. So we'll cold press the whole plant. Um, so you'll get a whole variety of cannabinoids, high CBD in there. Hemp seed oil is where you cold press the seed only. Mm. Um, And now the seed has a whole bunch of health benefits as well. You know, it's, it's high in omegas, you know, healthy fats. It's, there's, there's, there's a lot of nutrition in there, but it doesn't really have any active cannabinoids. So there's not really any CBD in there, maybe trace amounts, but not enough for you to be, you know, using it in any way that's beneficial to you really. Uh, like I said, it has its own benefits, but but that's, a you know, people often market hemp seed oil as hemp oil. Mm. So, you know, most people market CBD oil as CBD oil, uh, which we actually used to do. Um, but then, so there was recently a change in the legislation. Uh, and what it, they're basically saying, the FSA says that CBD is considered a novel food because it's new and therefore has to go through a whole bunch of regulations, et cetera. However, that's only applicable if it's extracted in certain ways. Um, if it's extracted by a cold press, then it's not novel because we've been using that for you know, a really long time.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So we kind of go down that route to offer a more natural and effective product. Um, there's something called the entourage effect, which basically means that the whole plant works better than the isolate it's the isolate CBD by itself, okay. uh, which is fascinating because w- what that means is the whole plant works in synergy together. So if you take uh, all the cannabinoids, you know even if they're in minor amounts, um, and, and all the plant terpenes and all the um, phytonutrients of the plant, if you consume all that together, they work in synergy. As opposed to having pure CBD, which makes you know, you say pure CBD, they of like, oh yeah, that's really strong, that's pure. But actually, uh, and this has been demonstrated in a bunch of studies, that um, it, together it makes it for a more effective product, which is which is really interesting. So sort nature had it right the first time. If that yeah may
1: yeah. yeah no, we as humans mess things up too often. Just leave it how
2: it is. That, well, that's it yeah I mean we we try to purify and isolate and this is what does this and yes it does but when you put it together you know nature does it better and that's um, the new regulations are trying to trying to force that um, kind of product away so that's sort of why we switched to a cold press extract so we can keep providing that that whole plant product
1: mm, yeah and you you know on your website and stuff it talks about your mission being you know to have a natural and orgo- organic product and stuff like how important is that and does it certainly come across and how it would make you feel if you're taking CBD
2: oh sure yeah um it's i mean it's paramount to the brand you know so the providing an organic natural and sustainable product as well which is you know is it's a real issue with the topical stuff uh, in the rest of the market. Uh, It's paramount. You know, the planet is important. It has to be, we have to work in um, harmony with it, you know, and it's not, Mm. not trying to use it as a, as a product, you know, rather than using the earth as a product, let's work in harmony with it. And that's sort of our mentality and ethos. And it is paramount. And I think, you know, when you're using the product, you certainly know about it because like you say, one with the fact that it's the whole plant sort of element of it is, is proven to be more effective. Um, so you know, that's scientifically proven, but also the topical stuff, it, it, the amount of people that, you know, particularly, with, um, uh, you know, sensitive skin and eczema and that sort of thing, they, they come back and they say, this is amazing. You know, oh. it doesn't hurt my skin um I, yeah everything i use flares my skin up. this is this is you know if my skin feels great this is this is working to treat for me and you know that kind of feedback it makes you you know it makes you know that you're doing the right thing you know
1: yeah definitely no and your brand's 100 vegan and cruelty free and all that as well which is awesome
2: yeah for sure i mean you know it's a plant-based product it doesn't it doesn't need to <laughs> It doesn't need to be tested on animals and it doesn't need to contain animal products or um, palm oil. So we don't use palm oil, which is surprisingly is a huge thing in the in the cosmetics, particularly vegan cosmetics as well, which I found uh, bizarre when I came across this. So a lot of the emulsifiers and stuff that that are vegan, uh, they actually come from palm oil. Mm hmm which most of it isn't sustainable, uh, no. saying it'll be farmed. And, it, you know, the amount of rainforests and stuff that gets cut down and anim- animals that get killed for it, um, it's kind of counterintuitive, you know? Yes. Um, yeah. We, that was one of our biggest hurdles, actually, um, trying to find a replacement for those kind of products. Um, but we got there in the end
1: yeah wow wow yeah it's crazy like when you start to look into these things and try to find manufacturers and producers and all
2: it's not easy like it's a bit of a minefield sure yeah it is it is and you know like like i say, i'm not a chemist i've not you know i'm not from a chemist background so you see these some of these things and you say i I have no idea what that is (laughs) you know and then you, you have to spend two hours researching like what the hell is this thing and you like, you know, it sounds all great. And the description, they're like, oh, it's vegan and everything else. And you say, but where does it come from? And there's, oh, it comes from palm oil. Oh, right. Well, that doesn't work, you know. And then you find another one. This is the same story. And it's just, oh, it's a minefield. It is a minefield. Even when you have sp- spoken to cosmetic chemists, you know, in the process. And we've worked with them. And, you know, they've said the same thing. They said it's an absolute minefield. And that's coming from the chemists, you know. Wow
1: yeah deadly and that and they work at it all all day every day
2: (laughs) exactly yeah so it's um it's crazy and and nobody even stops you don't stop to think about it do you i've never stopped to think about it before you just think oh yeah that's i'll use this and uh, you know they don't market it do they of course they don't market it because it's not good for business so it's yeah it's a crazy old world
1: mate yeah yeah definitely
2: all right let's chat a
1: little bit about your products um and what to look for really when buying CBD because there's just so much info out there on it, right? That people are going to get confused about what's, what's good, what's not. So initially what should people be looking for when, when thinking about buying CBD?
2: Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. The, the market is, is a with so much conflicting information. So it's, it's really difficult. Um, now, First and foremost, which is sort of touched on earlier, if you can find a full-spectrum product, which ours are, um, that's a great point of call because, like I say, the whole plant works far better yeah. than, than the isolates and the broad spectrum. Now, because of the novel food situation, the vast majority of full-spectrum products are going to be illegal and taken off the market. Really? Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's so crazy. what does that mean for you? Well, that's sort of why we switched to cold-pressed. So the novel food I mentioned earlier, yeah. um, If we were to – I mean, we are are set up for the novel food as well, for broad spectrum, which is sort of – broad spectrum is sort of in the middle. So that's your next best thing. So that's sort of where they sort of fine-tune it a little bit, and they take all the THC out completely. um, So you get a zero-THC product. But in doing so, you lose a lot of those phytonutrients. So it's better than isolate, but it's not as good as full spectrum. But like I say, in this country, um, you know, the UK, they, they get, they, they're trying to get rid of the full spectrum product. Now, as it stands at the minute, because we're using the cold pressed method um, by the letter of the law, that's totally fine. Um, if they decide to change that again, we are set up for the broad spectrum, which will be the next best option for people. Um, in sort of answer to your question there Um, and that's sort of with orals now there are other things to look out for with which aren't many companies aren't really doing it but we that seems to be another gap in the market that we've explored that other people haven't where we blend other sort of powerful herbs with uh, with CBD so you sort of amplify the effect of both Um, So, for example, our focus oil, which is what I would recommend for most athletes in terms of recovery almost every time. It's my pretty much it's my go to recommendation along Mm -hmm. with the muscle rubs. Um, It's a blend of CBD and ashwagandha. Mm. Now, ashwagandha is like it's an incredible herb. um, It's what's called an adaptogen. So it, it regulates your stress response. And your adrenal axis. So um, in doing that, it, it it can boost your testosterone levels, reduce stress and joint pain, um, and even improve muscle mass and your ability to, to exercise. So that combined with the CBD is, is an incredible product. Um, and also topicals, you know, our muscle rub is another thing I'd recommend to people because when the beauty of the topical is it doesn't cross one, it doesn't cross the blood-brain barrier. So, Anybody sort of worried about those mental um, effects, um, even though there aren't any, you know, high from it. People are still concerned. They're apprehensive about that. Um, the beauty of the topical is it doesn't cross the blood-brain barrier, so it only affects the tissue where you apply it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It's also very quick-acting. So, um, you know, the the oral oils, you kind of have to take them every day, like most supplements. Um, And it'll take a couple of, you know, three or four days to start realizing those effects. Whereas the muscle rub is almost instantaneous. So, you know, if you sprain your ankle or you've got sore legs or whatever, you've been riding out, your muscles are tired. That's perfect because you can apply that straight on there. It's going to soak in. It'll reduce the inflammation uh, and reduce the pain and speed up the recovery. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's that's a real good thing to look out for
1: yeah cool and there's just chat me through it now is there different strengths in these things as well like different and they're measured in percentage is that right
2: yes um this is another thing where it gets really confusing because uh the strengths vary now how they make the oral oils um and this is true for topicals as well but if i explain it this way uh the oral oils You sort of have a concentrated CBD oil, which is very thick, so it's very almost Mm tar-like. And then they mix it with a carrier oil, right? And then the carrier oil uh, makes it more usable. So to create these different strengths, they just alternate the concentration per carrier oil, right? Some of them are uh, advertised in percentage. Some of them are advertised in milligrams. Now this can get quite confusing. So for example, I have a five our five percent oil is five hundred milligrams per ten mil bottle. Doing a thirty mil bottle as well, but we'll take the ten mil bottle for an example, right? So five hundred milligrams per ten mil. That's that's five percent. Now you know some people might say, oh well, I've got this a thousand milligram oil here, um, but it's in it's over hundred mil. Uh, well that's actually only one percent you know so people look at it and go well this is a thousand milligrams and i've got it for this much yes but if you look at it actually it's only it's only one percent so you're only actually paying you know the rest of it's just carrier oil and that's where it can get really confusing so um you always have to try and figure out the percentage of the of the concentration if it's advertised in milligram, because that's, you know, they do do this. It's, it's quite a common marketing tactic where they sort of advertise these huge, you know, 2000 milligrams. Um, but it's actually only like 2% or something, you know? Yeah. It's really important. And it's the same with the, with the balms the muscle rubs, because, you know, if it's thousand milligrams, but it's in a hundred mill tin, you know, or is it thousand milligrams in a 40 mil tin, you know? So, um, they're really things you need to look out for in terms of strength. But in, in terms of dosages, that can vary per individual. But you, you really, in the oral oils, you don't really want to be taking anything less than 5% um, realistically to get a decent dose. Um, and the muscle rubs, you know, it depends on the concentration really. That's, that's quite a, a tricky one because there's often ingredients like in ours we use essential oils that actively reduce pain so like camphor uh, menthol you know chili oil extract so there are a lot of other things to look for in there that can help as a as a combination
0: Mm -hmm.
2: yeah
1: it's there's so much goes into you've basically became a chemist man it's crazy (laughs) yeah
2: for sure it's it's been a huge learning curve um but it's also been really interesting. Like, I love this sort of stuff. I find it fascinating. So um, the mental stimulation alone has been, has been great.
1: Yeah. And, you know, do certain products
2: work better for certain kind of injuries? Um, yeah, yes and no. I mean, in general, certainly for things like man biking injuries um and and sort of sports injuries i would always sort of say you know the staple the staple is get a muscle rub and, and an oral a good oral oil um because you're sort of hitting it from both angles there you you are you know calming everything down internally calming down the inflammation internally which is going to help with the the blood flow. It's going to help with the recovery, no matter what the injury, really. Um, You know, whether it's a broken bone or a strain, you want to reduce the, you know, you want to reduce the inflammation and Mm -hmm. increase the blood flow. It's getting more nutrients there. Um, The beauty of the muscle rub is the massage itself is is beneficial as well as the, you know, the the getting the CBD to the area. Uh, And like I say, the oral oil just affects the, the internal things. So you, you sort of hit it from both angles. So I, any kind of injury, I would recommend that the only thing I would recommend not doing is if you've got some, a real open wound, you don't want to be putting topicals on that. Um, you know, so I would just stick to a purely oral until the wound closes.
1: Mm, yeah. Um, makes sense.
2: Yeah. But other than that, really, you know, is you want to, you really want to hit it from both topical and oral and, even better if you can throw something like the focus oil with ashwagandha in there that's um that's a real game changer
1: yeah wow okay okay um no is cbd safe for everybody to take
2: um it is it is pretty safe yeah there's not really any reported reactions certainly not any doses that um you would take as a human being you know they they do talk about this the studies about liver toxicity in rats but when they've actually tested this on humans the dosages actually don't have that kind of effect so you know there's no there's no damage there that's sort of been debunked now um the only word of caution is it can interact with medication right uh, um now that's usually not really a problem for most for the most part um cuz the way it metabolizes in the liver is often the same as as many other um many other drugs so what we'd usually say is is if you are taking any medication obviously run that by a doctor um usually if you take it sort of four four hours apart it's not really an issue the only sort of issue that i would you know really would be concerned with is if you're taking something like warfarin uh which is a heart medication yes a blood thinner right Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. so other than really something like warfarin where you have to be really careful with, with, with things, um, you know, not as long as you run any sort of medication by a doctor, you, you should be fine. Um, the, you know, our the one, there's another product we have, which is spirit, which is contains CBD and, um, St. John's mm-hmm. work which is which is a powerful natural antidepressant um really amazing herb actually um it's been demonstrated to be you know just as good as is actual antidepressants which is Mm -hmm. which is incredible but that again can cause interactions with medications so that's you know that's a product to be aware of um but other than interactions with medications there's, there's nothing to worry about really there's no no major side effects. Some people report a bit of stomach upset, but that's mostly down to the carrier oil usually um, rather than the CBD itself. So, yeah, it's, it's a pretty safe and effective product.
1: Yeah, cool, cool. doesn't come with the yellow pages of
2: <laughs> what side effects. <laughs> <No>, it
1: doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. You open a box with some tablets in it and three quarters of the box is paperwork. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, it's true. And you know, even if you look at Paracetamol and you start looking down that list of of potential side effects, you think, oh, um, I maybe put these back in the cupboard till next time.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, I was watching a program a couple of months ago and it was about the stores that have popped up in America um, selling CBD and obviously selling cannabis as well. And you know, just over the counter in certain Mm. legal states in the U.S. But what they were saying was that uh, it's getting so expensive now that the governments have come in and they've put all these taxes, all these regulations on these small businesses, hiring maybe three, four people or whatever, Mm -hmm. that it's become so expensive expensive for them that they're basically – making it so difficult for a normal person, say, like yourself, that want to open a store like that, to actually be able to do that, that they're just making it easy for big pharma to come in and just basically gobble up this whole industry. Do you see anything like that happening with CBD stuff?
2: Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm actually glad you... I wasn't going to mention that, but I'm glad you brought that up, to be honest. Um, it's so, It's absolutely right. Like you hit the nail bang on the head there that's exactly exactly what's sort of happening the restrictions and i mean that novel foods thing um that's a prime example of that uh, mm. because what that's essentially doing is they are that by by going down the novel foods route they're they're sort of saying the only people who can afford because i mean they, they're talking about like a hundred thousand pounds of product for these applications you know? Yeah, for so, Yeah. As you know, you've got a range of, what, 10 products, you're spending a million pounds, it's insane. Yeah. So, so what they sort of done is, there's, there's a few main hitters, if you like, in the industry, most, <laughs> the majority are backed by Big Pharma,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, surprise, surprise, um, and they have sort of got their novel foods, and it's sort of, they're now the, the 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 almost monopolized supplier, so everybody else has to buy at least the base ingredient through them. You see, so so it, it's sort of it's monopolizing by enforcing these regulations, and it's it's not you know it's crazy. Same with the you know you can't market it, so that's another killer in the industry. Facebook, cheap Google, ma- Google marketing, Facebook marketing, you know, cheap advertising that most businesses can, you know, you can spend a hundred pounds and get, you know, get a thousand customers, you know, or at least, yeah. you know what I mean? It's cheap marketing. Well, you can't do that with CBD because it's against the rules. And if you try, they take it down. If you try again, they block you. Uh, they put you in Facebook jail. Um, not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Arguably not, but um, it's it, it's it's obscene. And I mean, just just this week. Um, thankfully, um, it's going back alive today. Um, but our payment merchants. So the payment. If you run a CBD company, um, you know your payment merchants to take cards. So, for example, most people maybe use PayPal or you know, Red Square or something like that. Um, you know sort of a main or Barclay card you know sort of mainstream mm-hmm. supply. well with CBD you can't do that so you've got to use a high risk company like a, if you were running a gambling business or, or something like that right huge rates, high fees and just last week my card payments have been down for two weeks so I've lost two weeks of business um, because the acquiring bank which isn't my business bank it's sort of the, the to do with this you know pay merchant they're acquiring bank this did a u-turn they said okay we're not doing CBD anymore sorry um, and then they just cut them cut all the all the CBD companies got cut so without any warning I had two weeks of, of no transactions yeah that's that's ridiculous it's ridiculous man um it's really it's really put a bit of Oh, it's been a big frustration, but at least it, it, we've got it back up and running today now, and I've I've set up a backup account as well. So it's actually taught me a valuable lesson. So now I have a backup. So if that happens again, we can switch over immediately. Um, but I mean, it's just things like this that they're you know it's, they're actively out to destroy the the independence, really um because if you yeah. can't market your product you know and you, every time you sell the product you've got to pay sky high fees and you can get cut off at any moment you know it's like come on man just yeah so they're, they're making you look at it and
1: and when you go through all these fees and charges they're making you say well it's not worth it
2: exactly that's what they want people to do yeah um but it's going to take more than that to uh, to put us off so
1: yeah i think so yeah yeah Um, I also heard a thing on the radio uh, a couple of days ago just, um, and it was chatting. Now, I came in halfway through it, so I may be wrong in this, but would I be correct in saying that it's illegal to grow the hemp plant in the UK?
2: Um, You have to have a license, right? um, which is government-authorized. You've got to pay for it, and you've got to be within so many... You know, you've got to be so far away from a school and a church and everything else, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just so silly. Um, but when, when it's grown, so if you, if you have a license and you do grow industrial hemp, um, there are even tighter regulations on making it into, a, um, into an oil, into a CBD oil. Um, so, for example, we use Portugal. Our hemp's grown in Portugal. Okay. Um, it's extracted out in Portugal and it's shipped over as a raw extract and at that point it's then we'll use it then for manufacturing our own products uh whether it be oral oils or or topical
1: yeah so you you get your stuff from portugal but it doesn't come bottled as such and and the bottles and stuff you have to do that yourself
2: yes um well yes and no um all the topicals and bath bombs we make over here um the bottles did come bottled um although it's quite likely that we're going to be used in a a manufacturing place in the uk now to do that okay yeah it's cool because it's weird
1: when you're doing you know when you're setting up your own business and you're having to import stuff it never comes from one factory right you have to deal with maybe three or four people to get a finished product it's not
2: easy no it isn't it isn't you've got to deal with with so many people i mean thankfully some of that we've now streamlined pretty well so like the bath bombs um they're still handmade we still have them all handmade but they're made at, um, a different lab now thank but again you know i have to supply all the packaging which i get from one place i supply the cbd which i get from another place and thankfully they now supply all the other relevant ingredients from their suppliers but i'm sure they get them from five or six different places as well so it's yeah it's a it's crazy but it's it's exciting as well like it it it's always making you look for the best stuff so i think you know there's there's an element of it making a better product
1: yeah definitely no for sure for sure and um let's chat about pricing a little bit because somebody that initially looks at the prices of cbd oil um Will find it quite expensive. You know, it's a lot more expensive than going in and buying, you know, a, a product or a form of anti inflammatories out of Tesco's or something, which you can buy for a pound and totally destroy your liver or whatever you want to do. But,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, sure.
1: how would you get, how would you tell somebody about that, about the prices, you know, because effectively they're more expensive than drugs over the counter. So, how do you kind of, I don't want to say make people pay higher prices, but how do you explain the price structure to them?
2: So um, in, for a start, the CBD market is extremely, I mean, I would say it's expensive. Yeah, it's an expensive market, you know. Um, I try to consciously price at a reasonable price, um, so sort of mid to lower end of the range, because, I mean, some of these prices i see are ridiculous you know they're absolutely i mean something that we charge 30 pounds for people are charging 100 pounds you know wow um there's some crazy there's some crazy prices from like they're just wild from like really low to really high you know there doesn't seem to be any justification one way or the other but um it's an expensive it's an expensive extract so you know like we've just dis- all the just discussed with all the you know regulations and all the restrictions and marketing restrictions and high cost to the you know the card merchants and everything else it's it's a really expensive business to run um and the extract itself you know cbd extracts are hugely expensive i mean the, the one of the most expensive extracts on the on the on the you know in the market compared with say you know ashwagandha extract or um, you know something similar another herb um so the the raw materials are expensive especially when we use organic stuff you know organic stuff usually is, is twice the price so mm-hmm. um, but you you know you're getting the environmental benefits and you're getting the, the skin benefits as well um but when you actually break that down um the pricing is, is, you know, cause you've got to use it in perspective here. So, so for example, our 5% oil, um, that's 30 pounds at retail. Now we do do run sales regularly and, all, and stuff all the time, but let's just go off the retail value. Um, now that would probably last anywhere between 20 to 30 days. So that is one pound to one fifty a day. Mm-hmm. Um, now you're going to feel, Physically better and mentally better as well. You know, there's a calming effect. There's so many benefits, including, you know, de-stress, better sleep, um, you know, reduced pain, more, you know, more energy. Um, these are all things that are regularly reported with regular CBD use. Um, but when you think about that, well, a pound a day. Um, you know, a coffee from Costas, 2 Mm-hmm. You know, and how many people go to Costa every day and get a coffee? You know, on the way to, I mean, obviously people have been off work, but they'll go to work and they'll spend two quid, two fifty at the coffee machine every day or, or whatever, you know. So you've got to put things into perspective really sometimes. And um, if you were finding actually, you know, it's costing me one fifty a day because I'm using it t- 20, 20 days instead of three, well, you buy the bigger bottle and then it's going to cost you 85p a day. Yeah. Um, you know, which at the end of the day, how what price do you put on your health? You know, um, because okay, you can go and buy anti-inflammatories, like you say, you can buy ibuprofen for a couple of quid. But I mean, realistically, how long does a pack of ibuprofen last? You know, a couple of weeks tops. Realistically, a day, a week. Sorry, you know, if you're using it every day, a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, it's cheaper. But what damage are you doing there? And, and, you know, ibuprofen in particular is a great example because it, um, it's super damaging to your stomach lining. It really does damage your stomach, um, which is why they say, take it with food. Yeah. Because it's so damaging to the stomach. But over time, that kind of damage, and the liver damage like you mentioned, causes more health problems. And then you start going to the doctor, you know, you then you start paying for prescriptions. And then before, you know, you've got three prescriptions a month. Well, that's what, 20, 27, 28 quid these days. Yeah. Yeah. So you're now spending 30 quid on uh, a month on um, pharmaceutical drugs that ultimately are are damaging you over time. Or you spend 30 pounds to prevent that in the first place a month. Yeah. and you don't have to take all those drugs, you know, you're feeling better, you're, you're living better, you're, you're doing all the things you love without the pain, without the tiredness, without the joint aches, without the stress from work, you know. And you've, you've really got to put your health into that kind of perspective now. Um, but, you know, things like the muscle rub, I mean, that usually lasts me about two months. And I use it religiously morning and night every day. Wow. Um you know, it's a huge benefit to me. Like I say, the arthritis in my spine, I've done so much physio now, like I'm really improving. I'm all, you know, I'm almost, you know, it's almost not noticeable. There's a, it is, but it's not quite, you know, which, but I've come so far, um, uh, with my recovery, but I use that twice a day and it lasts me two months, which works out about 40 P a day. Yeah. Nothing. So it's nothing, you know? Yes. You could buy tiger balm for, you know, it's a, a similar amount, it's about twenty pound. Well, twelve, twelve to fourteen pounds for a similar quantity, uh, where you'd be paying twenty six pounds for for the CBD one. But I mean, I don't know if you looked into what's in Tiger Balm. It's it's mostly it's mostly paraffin,
0: mm. which
2: is a, a byproduct of the petrol mining. Yeah. So it's, it's a known carcinogen, and it's also uh, it's terrible for the environment. So. You know, do you want to do you want to pay twelve quid, or do you want to spend an extra fourteen pounds for it to last the same amount of time, but give you more benefits and be better for the environment? You know. Yeah. And your skin. Do you want to be putting carcinogens on your skin? That's a that's a given. So um, it's it's really about shifting that perspective and breaking that pricing down, setting, looking at it and going as a as a as a luxury and going well, that's thirty pounds. I don't want to spend that for that. Start thinking of a necessity for your health. You know, I'm going to improve my life by spending 40p a day. You know, if you use the muscle rub and the oil, 140 a day. And I was going to improve my life drastically. I can get out on my bike more. I can, you know, sleep better. Um, I'm in a better mood. You know, when you put it in that perspective, the price kind of seems actually quite, quite cheap
1: yeah yeah no it's for sure
2: and you know i think
1: we're all guilty of maybe jumping at the cheap option first Mm, and seeing if it helps us you know we don't think of the kind of medium to long-term damage because that's just the way the marketing industry is geared you know so um yeah like i have used cbd myself um but what I was doing wrong was I was only taking it when I felt I needed it rather than like what you're saying is you would need to kind of take it every day type thing.
2: Mm, Absolutely. That's a, that's a big, it's a big misconception that a lot of people do and they end up not using it because they don't get the benefits from it. Uh, Now there are benefits to doing that sort of like if you're having a huge panic attack or something, you take a high dose, you know, there's a benefit there to that sort of situation. But in general, you want to use it as a preventative. um, And, you know, like sort of most supplements, if you take vitamin C, you know, you don't just take it, you you want to take it every day. You don't want to take it when you're sick. I mean, Mm. you do want to take it when you're sick, you want to crank the dose up, but if you take it every day in the first place, you're significantly less likely to get to that point in the first place. And I think, you know, it's treating it like any other supplement and regular use, get that in your system regularly. The benefits are going to be profound, compared with sort of hit and miss, hit and miss usage.
1: Yeah, definitely. Makes sense. Makes sense. Now, tell us a little bit about the future for Heavy Turtle. Are any new products planned or anything in the near future you can tell us about?
2: Yeah, I can actually. Um, I'm actually just in sampling mode right now for some really interesting new products as there's supposed to be three. Um, I haven't finalized the third third formula, so only two of them are in sample right now. Um, but they're actually not CBD products, but they are powerful herbal supplements. So we're doing a, um, it's sort of like a drinks, uh, like a mixing drink, you know, almost like a protein drink or something where you get the scoop and you pop it into the water. Right. And it up.
0: Okay.
2: Um, so like a fruit, fruit mix. Uh, so you chuck it in there, mix it up. And we're going to have one for joint pain, which has got some incredibly powerful uh, natural ingredients in. Um, again, it's going to be all vegan as well. So we've managed to source um, a vegan glucosamine, which is something that you know mostly comes from things like shellfish or sharks, fins or stuff like that. So right. we've managed to get a, a vegan alternative for that. There's some MSM in there, ashwagandha. Real, real good stuff. You know, high in zinc, so it's going to be, it's going to be great for, um, for your joints. I've, I've, designed it myself along with some nutritionists and, um, you know, supplement experts. So I'm, I'm pretty. One of them is actually a, a biochemist, so it's, um, I'm pretty confident it's going to be a great product.
0: Mm.
2: The other one is an immune system. Uh, booster so I mean at this time you know with all the COVID stuff that's going off we really need to think about you know looking after our immune system and and taking care of ourselves and um, this one again it's packed with amazing ingredients quite a rare ingredient there called astaxanthin which is one of the most powerful um, antioxidants on the planet it's about it's something ridiculous like 6,000 times more potent than vitamin C or something wow Uh, we, we currently have a, a CBD oil with astaxan- astaxanthin blend, but, um, which is great for the immune system, but this is going to be, uh, a next level, you know, full of vitamins, minerals and stuff, real everyday drink where, um, you know, you can just mix it up, uh, in the morning with your, you know, with a glass of juice or glass of water and, and you're set for the day. So, um yeah it's great and we, we're going to do a mental clarity one as well but we're still figuring out the formula and that but okay uh, i'm hoping the first two are going to be released um probably in a month or two something wow, like Oh okay so yeah it's not too far away um and then further down the line we are another exciting thing we're going to be going to the first uk Arnold Schwarzenegger Sports Festival. Um, <laughs> Class. Is he, he going to be there? He is, mate. Yeah, he is. Um, funny story, actually. Um, crazy. Well, I don't tell this very much anymore, but um, I actually, back in my bodybuilding days, I went to the Arnold Schwarzenegger Sports Festival in Madrid. Um, it was about 2014, I think. And I actually met Arnie. I shook his hand. Wow, Amazing. Yeah, it was crazy. And you know what? I it was funny because we went to this um we went to like a talk with him. So he was he was doing a talk, and I, I was at the very front. And I was I was like he was shaking everybody's hands. So I went to the front. And I was like I'm gonna you know I'm gonna meet Arnie, you know, and um, all these Spanish guys just sort of rushed to the front and like all of a sudden. That was it, he'd gone, he was going off around the back and I was like, what, I'm not missing this opportunity, you know, mm. I can't miss this opportunity, this is ridiculous. I was at the front of the queue. Um, so I just sort of hopped on stage, ran past the security and I just sort of went through all the holes, the back way out, and I literally found him at the back entrance and I just said like, oh, hi Annie," you know, and I just thought he was like, guy. nice to meet you, you know, and I shook his hand. <laughs> It was crazy. But um yeah, so this is the first one in the UK. I think uh, Eddie Hall is part organizing it, the uh the strongman. Yeah. And um yeah, we're gonna have a booth there and um it's it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty exciting. Excellent, man. That's that's cool. Um like yeah, hopefully you
1: get to meet him again. he, he seems such a cool dude, like no, like some of the Instagram stuff and all he puts up his stories, he puts up hilarious, like.
2: Yeah, he's a, he's a character, isn't he? So, <laughs> I mean, it'd be great to be able to meet him and sort of showcase the brand to him as well, because I think he'd love it, you know. Yeah, just uh, have
1: a just have a little freebie bike sitting there for him,
2: you know. For sure, yeah, I'll have the have the full works that uh, side just in case he <laughs> swings by, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cool. That's gonna be the first weekend in October, so we're uh, we're pretty excited about that, and we're going to be at Product Earth as well, which is um, a CBD and hemp. Expo uh, in the summer, so yeah, it's exciting things to come. Happy days, man! Happy days. Well, listen, tell us where people can find your product and, and learn more. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Hippie Turtle Herbal Co., um, Facebook as well, and you can find us on our website, which is our online store, um, www.hippyturtleherbalco.co.uk um like I say, our card machines should be back up and running now, so that would be great. So um, yeah, take a look, give us give us some feedback. We would love to hear people's feedback on the brand, and um, yeah, check us out and let us know how you get on.
1: Cool, cool. And they can contact you there via the website and stuff if they have any issues or questions or just general stuff they want to know about there.
2: Sure, there's a there's an email, there's a contact us form on the website, or you know, feel free to drop us a message on on Facebook or instagram we'll get back to you as soon as we can um instagram is pretty quick turnaround as is the email we usually get back to people within a few hours so
1: okay
2: um yeah feel free to drop us a message
1: cool man well listen it's been a blast chatting to you i totally totally enjoyed it and i've learned a little bit more about the cbd world a crazy world it is
2: uh. yeah likewise man it's been uh it's been a pleasure thanks for having me
1: yeah, it's good. And it's it's good because most of us guys, you know yourself, we all ride with some niggle and here or there. We're always recovering from something. You Absolutely. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So it's maybe an option more people should look at and be taking this stuff continually, you know, um, and we maybe wouldn't have those aches and pains that we normally have to deal with when we get up in the morning and stuff.
2: Exactly. And, um, you know, you get used to these pains but they never get easier Uh, usually they get worse and to be able to it's almost like a reset to being 18 years old again you're like oh yeah I forgot I forgot about feeling like this this is great you know (laughs) Um, it's great to not be in pain when you're out riding it's great to wake up and not you know feel like you're 90 years old so um, yeah definitely it's definitely something worth considering for people who are active and out, out riding mountain bikes and <laughs> injuring themselves on the regular
1: yeah cool man cool well listen thanks so much it's been a blast good luck for the rest of the year and what you've got planned there and um i'll hopefully get some of your products uh, in the near future and not feel like that 90 year old when i wake up because i am at the minute for some reason
2: <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh i know that feeling well mate i do know that feeling well but, uh, yeah it's been a pleasure mate uh, thank you again thanks again for having us and uh yeah catch you soon
1: that's a wrap for episode 192 i hope you enjoyed that folks and i hope you now realize that cbd products won't get you high they're not hash and you don't have to smoke so uh, I hope that's helped clarify that up a little and I just want to say thanks to Ash for coming on the podcast it's amazing to learn more about this product and as I say I, I have used it in the past and it has really helped and I think it's something we should be looking at more often than you know your normal pain relief medication over the counter and stuff which is so so bad for you so Ash thanks so much for coming on and explaining what you do and what you've got going on there and I hope the BMX and Goes well, but and we'll definitely get you on an MTB sooner rather than later. So thanks so much. Have a good year, and I hope to speak to you soon. Now, folks, if you're enjoying the podcast and you want to show your support, the best way is simply by subscribing, rating, and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Every one of your ratings helps boost us on Apple's algorithms and helps spread the good word about the show to more people. Now, if you're not on Apple, you can also find and subscribe via Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeartRadio amazon music wherever you listen to your podcasts from if you want to know a little bit more about the show about ash's episode or any of the other episodes we have a website you can check it out mtbdicetribe.com you'll find the complete back catalog there and you can listen and download every show from there for free you can also subscribe there and get one email per week with a quick and easy link to listen to the podcast Now, if you want to get in contact with the show, you can find us on social media at MTB Tribe on Instagram and Facebook. You can PM me there. Or if you're old-fashioned a bit like myself and you want to get in contact with the show via email, you will find me at info at mtb-tribe.com. Well, that's it for this week, folks. That's all I've got for you on this episode. But until next week, when I'll be back with another episode of the MTB Tribe podcast, as always... Get the bikes out, hit the trails, and stay up to be stoked.